0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. After almost a decade of development, System Shock is back. The PC cult classic that would go on to spawn some of the biggest names in the games industry, such as Bioshock, Ex, and Dishonored, has been lovingly restored by Night Dive Studios. This week ahead of release, we sat down with Stephen Kick and Larry Kupperman from Night Dive to discuss the much-anticipated game, the trials and tribulations of crowdfunding, and what System Shock means to the history of PC gaming. Stick around after our discussion for a chance to win one of five copies of System Shock.
0: Make yourself comfortable, hacker. Stay a while. There's a lot of discussion about how it's so faithful, but almost to a fault. And that's totally by design. When we started development, I don't think we really had the full grasp of its importance and the legacy that it's left behind. I mean, you look at games like um, Even Thief, which came out a couple years after or or in between the two games. Uh, Deus Ex, of course uh, Dishonored from, uh, Harvey Smith, Arcane, um, a number of the other immersive Sims, uh, Prey, um, from Bethesda, which is, which is probably the most recent example. And you can trace back a lot of what those games did to the original system shock. And I don't think the weight of that really became apparent until we decided to essentially restart development halfway through, um, you know, taking taking into account um, just how important it really is and and has become to to the industry at large.
2: I, I think of all the people um, whose lives have been impacted by the game. Um, all of the people that that came out of the, the early Looking Glass days um, who went on to to build things. Not not just not just. Concepts that were evolved, but how people's careers changed with w- because of the system shock f- franchise and that by that I include both system shock one and system shock two um we've always said that that our remake is is sort of system shock one point five that we've borrowed things from from the second game as well as the first, but you know you think of of all the people's careers who've who've been launched because of this and how the lessons of something that they did in 1994 continued forward to, you know, impacting current games currently on, in, in development in, in 2023. I think that's uh, that's the real achievement. And Stephen, you mentioned about
1: restarting the game. I'm sure there was an inherent pressure when you took on this project because it is such an iconic PC game. But was it more than you expected it to be?
0: Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. Um, like I said, uh, about halfway through development of, you know, that first version of the game we were working on, we were sharing our progress with the backers and the feedback we were getting was unanimously. I'm not going to say negative, but it was definitely not in the direction that we wanted to go. And it was an incredibly hard choice we had to make, but um, we decided that we had strayed far too far from the vision and everything that we had promised on the Kickstarter. And so we knew that in order to, again, kind of do justice to the legacy of the game and and everything that it had accomplished afterward, we would need to kind of start over. Mm. And uh, it was one of those things where I wish I had chosen some better verbiage. Uh, When I said that we were going on hiatus, a lot of people just assumed that the game was dead and uh, we got a lot of flack for that so today is a is especially important just for everybody involved in that decision because you know we we pulled through we we delivered the game that we promised that we were going to do and it, it took a lot longer than we were hoping but ultimately it looks like it was worth the wait and larry
1: can you speak to some of the kind of the in your role some of the pressures around that decision moment to kind of we uh, kind of redirect the ship?
2: I will. Um, I will speak about it only in in very general terms, um, because the the uh, things things still haven't um, still haven't haven't congealed. But but our expenses in terms of of time, in terms of effort, um, there is no one on the system shock team that did not work to a hundred percent of of capacity. Um, it was not something that, that our, our, our management team enforced on them. It was something that, uh, you know, for every member of the team, this was truly a, a passion project. Um, uh, and I, and I can't thank them enough. We, we wouldn't be here without, without their, um, uh, amazing efforts. Um, that said, our, our fans should know that it was, uh, uh, a commitment beyond what we had originally anticipated, way beyond what we had originally anticipated, both in terms of time, in terms of direction of the studio, and, um, and of course, in terms of money. <clears throat> and Stephen,
1: in your role, when you're remaking something like this, how do you know what to change and what to keep? And does that require a perspective from someone that is perhaps not as dedicated to the original as the team, maybe?
0: Yeah, we were fortunate enough to have a lot of, um, in this instance, I mean, we had a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Um, You know, after we decided to restart the project, we opted to go for more of a democratic solution to some of those questions because we have a lot of people on our team that just love that game more than anything else. And so we kind of let them take lead on what's going to go in what's what's going to stay what kind of things we're going to change and what things we're going to remove completely and um you know one of the 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 strong voices that we had on the project was from one of the original developers and um you know rob waters it's been said time and time again i mean he's he's been kind of the the backbone of keeping it purely system shock and a lot of what he said would go, um, which is which is odd. Thinking about it now, because he was uh, more or less a, an art director and not a designer. Uh, but we would often go to him and say, "Well, what what were you thinking here? Do you remember the thought process behind this? Is this something that we could change to be more like Bioshock or, or even System Shock Two, without um, you know kind of messing with the secret sauce?" And uh, <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll also jump in when we talk about the OGs, such as Rob um, Jordan. It's really important that that our fans know that we've had um, really very positive support from Paul Neurath and Warren Spector. Um, we we were very aware of the of the the burden, the historical burden that 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 was on that, that we were um, caretakers of the of of the pedigree of of system shock and and uh, it would be remiss if we didn't mention those people the other thing um when um w- last august when we uh, when we showed the game to thousands of people um back to back at uh, at gamescom and at at pax um we took all of that feedback into into account as as well
1: hmm. So you feel the DNA from the original is still very firmly influencing this one? Yeah, Are, yeah,
0: oh yeah, yeah. I mean, without a doubt, I. Um, it's it's hard to step back and and look at it. Um, you know, being so close to it this whole time, but I think anybody that has any knowledge of the original or has even played it for a short amount of time is going to look at this and and they're going to go, oh, "Of course, this is a system shot game." um of course this is what looking glass would have done had they had access to the technology back then for better or for worse um and uh <laughs> i you know honestly when i start seeing that pop up in reviews i i couldn't be more proud
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this is a bit of a, a a heavier question in the sense of outside of simply Updating the way it looks and make it more playable. Steven, what is, what is the purpose of remaking System Shock to you? Wow.
0: Well, when we started working on the enhanced edition, um, we had been working with a modder that we found off the SystemShock.org uh, community, and they had implemented a simple mouse look mod to the original. That just, I mean, it, it didn't get any more simple than that. It allowed you to look around the environment using the mouse. I mean, it sounds crazy, you know, saying it out loud. Uh, but in 1994, there weren't really any conventions as to how to control your character in a video game. And uh, System Shock did not have a mouse look feature. Um, and so when we were playing the game again with this this mod, I don't know why it took so long for somebody to to, to finally put something like that in there. We discovered that the game really opened up. And it felt more like a game and less like you know, an Excel spreadsheet with with pretty visuals. I mean, I I, I feel bad. Oh, come on! Today, the visuals
2: but, weren't that pretty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just it felt like a like a game that was lost to time that that um, a lot of people had never experienced before. And so, when we released that, we found multiple generations of gamers who had not played it uh, suddenly. Um, discovering it and really loving it. And that was kind of the impetus behind the decision. We're like, wow, this game is amazing again. And no one's really created anything quite like this since. I mean, you can see the DNA and you can see the legacy again and the influences of it, but nobody's made a system shock like this. And we just decided then and there that it would be the perfect opportunity to do a remake.
1: And do you, do you guys feel like, um, almost caretakers of the franchise at this point?
2: Yes. Yeah. Very, very much so. Uh, and- we feel that way. We feel that way about, I mean, you, you know, you know this, Jordan. I don't need to say that that's Night Dive's entire mission. Um, to, to bring back the lost gems and, and, and not just the games, but to, to bring back what they meant. And, and this is probably our, our single greatest success story, um, in that. Um, I'm, I'm okay with people finding it too challenging. I'm, I'm okay with, with, you know, um, we didn't. We didn't set out to make a, a hack and slash, and we didn't set out to make a platformer. We set out with with a very deliberate mission, which was to to bring back a lost gem, and uh, and we've done that. Hmm. And could
1: you speak, uh, Larry, for people perhaps who aren't aware of Night Dive's previous work? What about this project spoke to Night Dive, and what made Night Dive? uniquely positioned to be the ones to take it over the line?
2: Um, well, t- to begin with, um, Night Dive was founded because Stephen was able to arrange something that nobody had done before, which was to get a, um, a publishing deal for, for, for System Shock 2, a game that had, had truly been lost. And um, After I joined the company, which was about a year after the company started, um, my number one mission was to acquire the, the full rights to the System Shock franchise. And, um, and that, that began, um, very much, very much of a process. Um, there was, there were a lot of phone calls, a lot of, uh, back and forth on there. Um, but that really, that, that really was, was my, my primary mission on that. And, uh, it was, it was complicated. I mean, there's, there's no question about that. You know, you had to, to peel back. Twenty years of history at that at that time, more than a decade of, of, of history, um, but we were we were successful and, and able to bring to bring the game to the point um, where where it's returned to people, um, where 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 the games are, are again accessible. And with this remake, um, we really believe that we've opened it up to a completely new audience. I mean, we know we know that the old school, that anyone that loves classic games, is going to be thrilled by this. I mean, We know those those OGs. They're they're our our, our basic fans. I mean, more than twenty thousand people um, backed the game, and 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 they're the reason we're we're we are where we are today. Uh, that said, uh, I think that that many people are going to try the game for the first time, and uh, and a significant number of them are going to understand where all the fruits of the System Shock tree. Came from how we get to a Bioshock Infinite, a Prey, um, Deus Ex, Thief—all of those classic games. How they came out of uh, out of the single starting point.
1: Hmm. And do you do you feel like it's it's almost like uh, remastering a kind of classic film that influenced an entire generation of filmmakers at that point?
2: I, I couldn't I couldn't come up with 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 a better a better model of how it feels.
1: Hmm. And you guys get to be the ones responsible for that. And seemingly from the reviews, I've read a few of them myself. It seems that people are really focused on how authentic it is to that original experience, as you've mentioned, for better or for worse. Stephen, upon reading those reviews today, what was your initial reaction? And what were you expecting when you were sitting there last night waiting for this to happen?
0: (laughs) Uh I think i gave a couple of fist pumps <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um i you know this is again this is like kind of what we were aiming for we weren't we weren't going to try to do a resident evil 4 remake we weren't doing a, a final fantasy 7 um or or even a dead space it was it was we wanted to make system shock again and we we just wanted to make it accessible and, and enjoyable for for not only the OGs, but as many people who are, who are willing to kind of um, just take on that mission. Uh, it's a commitment to play System Shock. And I think that that's why there's so many diehard fans um, from the original is because those people really took that commitment seriously and they they plowed through that game. And there is a learning curve um, introduced to it. But for those that stick through it, you're rewarded with what many consider to be one of the finest examples of PC gaming, and I think and I hope, based on reading the reviews, that people are going to feel that way again with the remake. I, I,
2: I'm going to say that the timing of it of it also couldn't be couldn't be better. We, we've we've released it at a moment um, when when just in general across across the gaming platforms, people have come to accept that hard games can be good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of like the the response is coming from the hardest of the hardcore kind of gaming press what's been the response from backers as of recent you spoke about how there was a bit of a some some backlash to how the game was going but now that you're almost over the line do you think that those people who initially backed you um feel confident
0: yeah, I was actually just reading some of those comments. Um, there's a lot of them. If you look at any of the reviews, um, whether it's a, a written review like on Polygon or a YouTube review like um, ACG or, or G-Man Lives or anything like that, there's sprinkled throughout the comments. There's there's backers and. What I really love seeing is that, oh, I never had any doubt. I'm glad that they took their time. (laughs) I couldn't be more happier as a backer. If they came to Kickstarter again, I wouldn't hesitate, but I would know that, you know, it could take just as long. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) the tone has definitely shifted uh, now that the game is out and it's, it's, we've delivered what we kind of said we would. Um, And I'm okay with that
2: it's it's uh it it's it's getting the the first report card from your 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 first child. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. We 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 knew he had potential but glad to see that other people see it as well.
0: It's important to say that uh and I know Larry touched on this earlier but truly the kickstarter backers are why we're here at all. And um it was the our commitment to them and the trust that they put in night dive that really saw through to the end here. Um, I think that if this had just been an internally funded project from the start, then we were running into some of these issues. It might've been an easier choice to just maybe choose another developer to take on the work or, or, you know, or just to cancel it outright. Um, uh, but it was because we had that, that backing, uh, from those people and they put our, their trust in us, um, I mean, it was, it's a special thing to, to trust people with your money, especially this day and age. And Night Dive was not going to be that company that was going to, you know, we weren't going to fail.
1: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. What do you think the reaction will be, Larry, from someone who just sees this on Steam? Hopefully you guys get a nice placement on Steam. Someone just picks it up and thinks, oh, I've, I've roughly heard of that name. What do you expect the reaction to be from that new player base?
2: So, a um, couple of things on there. I, I, I think that, there, that w- we talk about gamers as though there was a, a, a single you know, single hive mind of that, and, and there's not. There's a tremendous amount of diversity there. I think... Um, I I think that 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 there will be a small percentage hopefully a small percentage that will pick up system shock and will say well I need more hand holding than this game is providing and and it won't be for them and that's that's okay I don't want anyone to to feel bad if the, if they if they they can't make it through um and you'll you'll know that by the time you come to medical <laughs> by the time you, you get through the medical level I should say um, that 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 said, I think um, there's going to be a a larger group of of uh, of, of, of enthusiast gamers. Who are going to delight in, in the difficulty of it, who are going to go around and, and mess with the difficulty settings so that they can take, you know, next, the first one, maybe it'll be puzzle heavy in the second, et et cetera, and so forth. And, and we've, we've created a, we've created a, a system for that. I think in the middle ground, there are going to be a lot of people who will put in the amount of effort and will, and will see the reward for the first time and say, you know, it's hard, but everything worth doing is hard.
1: Mm. And I'm sure you expected me to ask about this. Um talk to me about those console versions. What's the what's the pain point? When are we likely to see them? How much can you say?
2: So our goal is to have them out and polished to hit the shelves in both physical and digital versions by the end of the year. Um that's that's pretty aggressive and I, I, I do want to remind our fans that um approvals, you know, what what are referred to as as first party cert approval approvals are are up to you know Sony and Microsoft in, in these cases. So I, I can't guarantee that. But that's that's our goal. Um we expect to have we expect to have a patch um coming out shortly after the PC release. Um, we're going to take what feedback that we get from, from our, our presumably large audience. We'll synthesize that. We'll, um, we'll, we'll go through and, and, and fix what we need to. And then from that point on, um, we are heads down on the console builds. Excellent. You don't get any time to relax and enjoy it no um actually we have already been um we we use a a, a we have we have several layers of qa which which i think shows in the uh, in the game we have an internal um layer we have um our our publisher prime matter division of play on and um we use quantic labs as an external um we've already been sending um builds over i would say realistically They are perhaps, you know, 80% uh, complete, but um, this is a labor of love for us. And we want everybody's console experience to be as close to perfect as we can make it.
1: Stephen, just talking about that, in terms of the time that's passed, uh, when I was uh, researching that the game was announced for the PC and the Xbox One, and now yes. we're here. How does uh, how does that feel? How have you like changed as a person in that time? It must be pretty st- staggering.
0: Well, I have a four year old now. <laughs> uh, he was born like mid development. <laughs> you know, so I've become a father. Um that's a totally surreal experience. Um uh, yeah, so much has changed. I mean, we we sold the company um uh, just recently to Atari. Um, we've become, a more or less a, a household name, um, in gaming with the, the advent of our, our Quake remaster, uh, Doom 64, the, the trust and, and respect that we've been given from companies like Bethesda and Microsoft to handle some of their, you know, their tier one properties. And, uh, it's just a good feeling because this is what we originally set out to do all those years ago was to just make sure that the games that we grew up enjoying to play were accessible and there for everybody to enjoy from, from here on out. Um, it's, these are the games that originally inspired me to become a game developer. And I'm hoping that, that we do the same for the next generation of game developers, that they have access to these games and that they can learn from the past and uh, you know, make some informed decisions of their own when when they're designing their own games. That
2: was one of the things that led us to the release of the uh, the source code on uh, uh, for System Shock. Also, that you know, we we um, we support the modding community because something like oh, I don't know, sixty percent of the developers that work at night uh, came from the modding community. <laughs> um, so uh, you know, we, we 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 we're very very aware of uh, of that relationship. Um, you know, our our hope is that we've created something that uh, we've created a, a model in, in in Night Dive Studios, a business model that will go on into the future. Uh, Jordan, if you'd asked me um, how I've changed, I would have said I had a full head of hair when we started the project. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Was it uh, worth it? Was it worth it to get rid of it to get, ab- to get out of the door? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. If I had it all to do over again. I wouldn't have used the word <laughs> hiatus, but other than that, we would have been good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Stephen, just to close us out, uh, speak to those backers who were there from day one, as soon as it was announced, they were committed, and now they're finally getting this product in, in 2023, to, and it's hopefully everything they'd wanted it to be back then.
0: Yeah, uh, it's just a big thank you. Thank you for your patience and your understanding, and realizing that behind it all, we're just a bunch of human beings trying to figure this out um, and and doing the best we can to deliver on promises that we made. And never once did we take that responsibility lightly. Um, never once did a decision to delay the game, um, you know, impact us in in some huge way, whether that be financially or mentally there were a lot of sleepless nights during the development of this game and um i think for like the first time in the last seven years i actually slept well last night um so thank you for sticking with us um and i just hope that you enjoy the game thanks again to laddie and steven for sitting down with
1: me and chatting all things system shock and thank you for listening to this bonus edition of vgc a video game podcast Now your opportunity to win one of five copies of System Shock, simply email podcast at videogameschronicle.com with the subject line System Shock and tell us your favourite immersive sim. We'll give my favourite answers, the five keys, not all five of them, each of the keys will be going to separate people you understand. Be sure to check back next week for another episode of VGC, a video game podcast. I've been Jordan Midler, thank you and see you later.
0: VGC, a video games podcast, is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network.